0: I don't know about you, but I tend to crave a little bit more solitude than I used to in our busy lives, and in this interview with Mark Cunningham of The Breathing Rooms, we got to be in a Himalayan salt room and do this interview. We're so excited to share it with you about relaxing, resetting, and reviving, and a great gem we have right here in our backyard in New Jersey. And Starting today, we are going to be answering listeners' questions, so at the end of this podcast, we're going to be answering the question, is coffee good or bad for us? So stick around. Breathing. We all need to do it, right? Yeah. Let's take a deep breath. (laughs) We are in the breathing rooms in Shrewsbury, and
1: this is a brand new spot that just opened. We're with Mark, the owner.
2: Hello. Good morning.
1: We're so happy to be here. This yeah. is our first on-site podcast.
2: Great. Yeah. I love this room for dry salt therapy, but we made it a little bigger than uh, dry salt therapy rooms usually are because we want it to be multifunctional. So it can be used for, it's set up right now for eight people to, uh, up to eight people at a time to use, but we figure we can get some more people in here for yoga, singing bowl classes, guided meditations, yeah. podcasts. Know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I love music so hopefully we'll be able to get some musical events in here too so we uh, Tyrone my wife when we conceived this we wanted to keep
1: it as much of a platform as possible I love that I love that I mean we're, we're all for community stuff and that's just it's such another beautiful space for something like that and we're gonna have pictures so that you can see it on our website yeah so definitely our podcast. but this room is so beautiful and it's I mean it feels good it's, just relaxing to be in here. It really is. Yeah. And the light, you know, the backlight with the
0: salt walls and the ambient noise.
2: So we, we're basically in a big Himalayan salt map and uh, they're lovely to have in your home. We have them. Um, Himalayan salt is one of the most purest forms of salt. So it has this lovely energy. That's a nice place to be. but. Scientifically, despite the stuff you'll read online, it really doesn't do a lot for you. Other than it's a nice place to be, and that is a little bit harder to quantify, and measure. Of yes. course. Um, even though it is, uh, it's good for you in, a, in and of itself. But what really makes this room work is a machine that's just on the outside of the door, called a halo generator. And a halo generator crushes up salt, pharmaceutical grade salt, you know, so pure sodium chloride. You know, what you put on your steak will have some chemicals in it. But it's pure uh, sodium chloride, it's crushed up in a little and blown by fan into the room. It's uh, at a micron level, so it's aerosolized, you can't see it, but after a couple of minutes in a session, you'll start to taste it on your tongue. What it does is uh, line your system, and salt is antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antifungal, and completely natural. So it gives your system a break, if you remember from high-skill biology parasympathetic nervous system is part of your autonomous nervous system that's the part that controls rest and digest uh, when your system realizes it doesn't have to work as hard dealing with all the things that are in the air that we breathe normally every day um, it gets the message that okay I, I don't have to work as hard so I'm just going to switch off and it activates that rest and digest system so 10, 15, 20 minutes into a session everybody's different but they start feeling really chill and uh, so your system gets a break And if you're in perfect health, it's very relaxing, good thing to do for your body. Um, If you do have any uh, respiratory conditions, asthma, allergies, sinusitis, you name it, uh, any sort of bronchial condition, it's really good for that. Mm. So as we researched this business and thought about different things that people wanted, we talked to a lot of different owners of facilities like this across America and the world. And we heard some really cool stories of to reduce their medications and so on wow. so you know we're, we're hoping to find those people and help those people in the community too
1: as a benefit great well, hopefully this will get it out to a few more thousand people to to get in here yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. right yeah
0: so my husband and i were here yesterday and uh you're right within 20 minutes i just i i felt myself Breathing a little bit deeper and having these really nice sighs and just kind of going through my body. And I was definitely chilled out. <laughs> so the room works
2: for yeah. sure. Yeah, you guys looked very chilled out you really, really. leaving. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: We, uh, we, knew, we knew from experiencing things like this how good they were, but that's all very subjective. So, you know, over the last eight or nine days since we opened, seeing everybody with a big smile on their faces and looking more chilled out than when we came in. Yeah,
1: it really It's been very rewarding. That's great. Yeah. Well,
0: to you know, we don't have a lot of sanctuaries built into our life. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, home is a sanctuary for a lot of people. But to have a spot to be able to detach from the rest of the world, and I know we have electronic equipment in here right now, but I love that. It's highly recommended not to bring your phone in here and to yeah, so
2: the machine isn't on right now so it's perfectly fine to bring stuff in here but if the machine was on yeah it would probably wouldn't be recommended so yeah. if people have the urge to take their phone out of their pocket they know this probably isn't there for my phone so it just gives you an added reason
1: yeah to, to check that. out yeah Yeah. And, uh, so another thing we didn't mention is the floor is entirely covered in salt <laughs> in pink salt it feels good to walk in here just because of that it's like you know it's like a a, a coarse sandy beach in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it's neat. It's just neat to, to see and it's neat to feel. And it does, it just puts you in a different frame of mind walking in here. Um, so it's funny, of the rush in the morning, I, I had to get my teenage daughter off to school and you know, it was a rush of the morning. I knew I was going to be a couple minutes late getting here and it's very traffic-y outside right now. This is a very busy area. And walked in here, I, I'd say probably within three minutes I felt kind of chill and it was it's just nice being here
2: so that's that's part of that's a big reason for why we built it um we've all had a new jersey morning there's so many things that we all um, experience every day that are less than fun so put it that way But they're just part of what we do yeah Um, it's a busy part of the world people are busy they're commuting they've got stressful jobs they've got sick parents they've got kids with special needs, got, you know, whatever it is. So, and I've heard a lot of those stories, even you know, in the first week, people, not everyone, some people are very quiet when you come out, uh, especially from the float room, um, but some people just want to tell you how, uh, One of my favorite floater of the week, so to speak, <laughs> I had a lot going on in her life, okay. and without you know, going on about it at length, she just told me a little bit about what was going on in her life, and she said, I feel like we have been on vacation, yeah. Thank you I said that, that was cool
1: well I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next question yes. so tell us about your float room
2: right so uh, when we love floating it's kind of what got us into this uh, Tara found it first uh, we both floated in a center that had pods and uh, we liked it and it was fine but as we talked to more people about building our own float center or what they wanted we um, kept hearing people saying that oh I'd like to do that but I'm afraid of being you know, in that tiny little space. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I, that kind of reminded me of my first three, four floats. It took me a while to get used to it. Mm. You know, I was just like, okay, I like this. I like what it's doing for my body. But I'm slightly freaked out by being in here in the dark and possibly falling asleep and not knowing where I am when I wake up. So it took me a bit longer. Um, so for we just decided maybe there's another way. As we researched, and we did that on our research, talking to different manufacturers about how they built their pods, about how they built their rooms, about what their filtration systems were like, about how much salt they used, and so on and so on and so on. Um, we eventually came up with what we wanted to do, and that was to build an open flotation room. So if it was a large tank, it's bigger than a pod, you can stretch out in there, um, you a heater right on top, so that keeps the part of you that's floating out of the water at the same temperature as the water. And you. Uh, I we, uh, we spent a lot of time figuring out about soundproofing because we're in the Shrewsbury <laughs> room, 35. That's right. You not know, mm-hmm. uh, the idea is to be cut off from all your senses. Right. Um, so with a lot of help from a lot of different experts, we figured out how best to soundproof our room, both from the floor and the and walls, nothing touches. So it looks like a normal mm-hmm. room, uh, all those the ceiling and the walls are floating touching each other oh. and there's a lot of sand on the bottom of the tank and underneath the shower area to stop any vibrations coming from the from ground. Interesting. So you get in there you do feel
0: really you know, detached.
2: Yeah. Wow. You know, even stuff you might not hear you feel. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not, not in that room worth it. And pretty well. Wow. That's great. But when you're in this the solution itself is 1,200 pounds of Epsom salt that's and that's 250 gallons of water. So wow. So if you uh <sighs> Know yourselves that putting a couple of cups of salt in a warm bath is good for your muscles. So <laughs> yeah. 1200 pounds is a bit more than a cup. And it, uh, it just it gets into your muscles. It's deeply relaxing. Um, and as you get used to it and as you relax, kind of like the salt room, you know, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, uh, you just find yourself breathing really deep. Because your body's really relaxed. And your mind starts to wander. Um, you may, interestingly, i get a couple of people telling me that, you know, I have this issue and I felt a lot at the start and I just kept breathing. Like I might have had a car accident with the shoulder or I have a bad back or a you know, bad knee or whatever it is. A couple of people talk about that during the first week. And you do tend to concentrate on it a little bit more when you're relaxing and then you kind of work through it. And you go, oh, my knee's hurting me, but I'm going to keep breathing and then you kind of forget about it. And you're hurting me. That's, I think in and of itself, that's... Good, just to work through the different things that
1: mm-hmm.
2: are going on in your body. Um, but it's a very personal experience. It's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's different on different days for everyone. Some days I float and I fall asleep because I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. and That's been more often than not lately after <laughs> yeah, the last intense month of getting everything ready to open. Right. Very long days. Uh, so right now when I float, it's generally for recuperation. But I have floated in the past when you're you have the energy and you're, you'll get in and you'll just come out with 20 things you need to do and they're very clear in the report. and they're important. Write them down and you move <laughs> on. It just seems to be a very good way of organizing what's go going ahead. on. Um, I've heard of people floating on a particular issue. And, you know, mm-hmm. What are we gonna do about X? We'll come in yeah. with a question. Yeah I think we need go on further. and I'll spend an hour of the time thinking about it. Yeah. And I'll probably get out an answer. Yeah. Or maybe another question. But it's just a good way to try to process things because you can't touch anything. You can't taste anything. You can't hear anything. No. You can choose to turn the light off. You can't see anything. Right. And it's just you. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh,
1: it is, it's just a great experience. That's a great practice to do, I think, just generally, even if you didn't have a question or if you weren't especially exhausted, just to be you. It's, purely Purely you for an hour. How often do we get to do that? Never. So <laughs> solitude really is
0: some. It, it's such a gift.
1: And the water in the float room is body temperature. Is that right? So it's Correct. like you almost feel nothing. You feel nothing.
2: Yeah, right. you
0: can, you're just floating.
2: You're just floating. You know, very buoyant. With the heater heating the top of you and uh, the water heating the rest of you, you kind of start to forget where your body, where the water starts,
1: and, and the air. right. And you can sort of close. And if you turn the lights out, you almost can't tell if your eyes are open or closed. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're, you're
2: just, it's just you. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. cool. Oh, I can't wait to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to do that. And then you also have two other rooms here. Tell us about those other two rooms.
2: Right. Uh, so maybe one, way, one good way of explaining it is part of um, one of the menu options we have is to use all the so you start with an infrared sauna. The infrared sauna heats you and not the air around So if you've experienced a traditional sauna, it's really hot and it's really nice. But after a while, it's it you know, your lungs start to get really hot too. It gets oppressive. Yeah. Um, absolutely, that's the right word, yeah. It's just a bit like, okay, I've had enough of this. Whereas an infrared sauna, you, it heats your, your body at a lower temperature, and gets a sweat going mm-hmm. at a lower temperature. Mm-hmm. So it's using extremely low wave EMF to um infrared. Uh, it's be safe. And FDA approved, and all of all those things for anyone questions about that. But it gets it gets your sweat going, gets your heart rate going, your metabolism going at a much lower temperature. Um, and then uh, as a byproduct if you get more, open up all your pores. So that if you go on to the float room, you have your shower, you clean off, you get in, but you're you're still warm on the inside. So your pores are still pretty much open. So you've got to soak up even more of the magnesium your muscles and into your skin. Um, so now in the float room and then finish you the choice to go to one of our other rooms, the room we're in right now. Spend 45 minutes in here breathing the uh, purified salt in the air. Or you can do the same thing in 25 minutes in a private salt room. So you can do that with um, a friend, this is a two-person booth. It's the exact same equipment in a much smaller space so you can do it in 25 minutes in there. Taking take you 45 minutes to do here, so if you're in time pressured. Or even just using that it's on its own time. if you're out running errands or you just have that small window in your day you're feeling you're giving that little relaxation, that 25 minutes in the private salt will do exactly the same as 45 minutes in here. Um, and finally, because it's private, if you've got any dermatological issues or you just like to have the salt on your skin, you're in private. So if you're
1: I like that, I like the idea of it flowing, and it flows that way too. I like the idea of of you going from room to room, setting aside a couple hours in a day to take care of yourself. Yeah,
2: so uh, you can even do a half hour infrared sauna, 45 minute infrared sauna, the float is always an hour, Mm -hmm. and then 25 minutes, the private sauna room 45 minutes a year. So if you do the total reset, infrared sauna, float, and then choice of solar rooms, it's about two hours. Yeah, yeah. And uh, two hours later, it's very as well as
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds great.
1: So glad that you did this. This is such a great idea. I was so excited. I remember the first time I drove drove by, just the name of it was, was fascinating to me. So I drove by a few weeks ago, and I saw the sign in the front on your window. And I was like, breathing rooms? And I quickly went online to see what it was. And I was like, that is so cool. We have to check that out. And so when I saw that you were opening, because I think I immediately got onto your subscription to find out what, you know, when you were going to be opening. We went, we came here on your opening day, and um, it was just neat to to say that we were here on the opening day. <laughs> <laughs> and was <laughs> <laughs> lovely you guys. Yeah. yeah. With a lot of people come in on day
2: just to kind of so yeah. supposed to do what we're doing there, talk about it, like, what is this? Right. Uh, people have asked why we call it breathing rooms, uh, when we have a float tank too, which isn't, at least on Facebook, about breathing, but it is, Of you are in there all the yeah. focus on is your breath right you, if you're when you're floating you should just hear your breath in your heartbeat right um, and it's all about breath I mean, a little book we love at home which I think is where the name kind of came from as well um, I can never say his name right he's a Han. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. He's got, It's a Tich mindfulness but he's this beautiful book called Pieces Every Step and they just lovely mindfulness meditations I've been, I actually ordered a couple of them on the other day just to leave them here give me a page and just be like yeah, that, that
1: makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so a,
2: there is a chapter in there called The Breathing Room. he suggests everyone should uh, have one in their house. So you know that, you know, if you've had a disagreement with a loved one, or you just need time your a whatever, you can goes to The Breathing Room. Right. And they can choose to join you if they want. Or, <laughs> and you can both breathe together.
1: Right.
2: And, and just kind of like, you know, work through whatever it is. Are uh, you... You know, it, I think obviously he's explaining it a lot better than I am now. Uh, but it was just maybe that's the uh, where the name came from. We're not sure. We keep throwing a lot of different names, but that was the one that we both. Once we came on, we were like, "That's it." Yeah.
1: I like that idea that maybe um, if you have a a debate or you need to discuss somebody something with someone, you come into maybe even the private room, so the two of you can be breathing in the stuff while you're you know kind yeah. of hashing out whatever it is you need to hash out. It's yeah. a good idea.
2: Yeah, and even. So this is a place of you know, respite and uh, getting away from it all. We're completely open to business people using it for mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. just to like, get out of the office. Yeah.
0: Well, at Nourish, we're all about helping the world become a healthier place, and we think this place would,
2: yeah, this is a check-off we've yeah, or- added to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we hope so. You know, it's, it's early days, but the initial reaction is, is extremely positive. Good. And, uh, just look forward to letting more and more people know about it yep Um, and uh, you know just telling our friends coming in experiencing it we've had a lot of people come in just to look and then you know a day later I'll get an email. can I book in here they just want to get their head around what it is so we're very open to that and who wants to just pop in can you explain what we do
1: here right (laughs) 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 it's unlike anything I mean I've never seen a room like this before and so it's And the open uh, float room is—it's that's different than what I've seen before too. So it's just—it's a neat, different take on things. I think
2: both Tara and I are very fortunate that as we got into this business, um, Tara works in the nonprofit sector. Um, I've always worked in retail, in the car business, or in finance, property. You know, it's always—you know—it's business. Yeah. Um, And you you build relationships with people, but there's good people and bad people. I noticed in this business that you know, almost everyone I spoke to was, was just really cool. You know, whether they're a big spa company from North Carolina that have great relationships with mines in Pakistan, where this stuff comes from, ah. or they a small little float operator in North Dakota who's got a really cool float system that we came across. Okay. Um, you know, the, uh, her logo was designed by a lady from New Jersey who's a lovely guitarist, Janice, and she did a great job. She's in North Carolina. Just, just people from, it's, there's a huge global presence uh, in this room. Yeah, just from that's cool. we talked to. We feel very fortunate that everyone we engaged with, whether we ended up doing business with them or not, were just so supportive and helpful and believed in you know, the products they were supplying to make more of it a little bit better. Yeah, that's really nice. That's great.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully, well, it's, we encourage our listeners to tell people about it too. So check it out yourselves and and then come and visit and book an appointment and tell your friends, and let's get the word out. This place needs to be used. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. And they can find you at
0: thebreathingrooms.com.
2: Yeah, so thebreathingrooms.com. Uh, you can email me, Mark, at thebreathingrooms.com if you have any questions. Uh, phone number is on our website. Uh, Instagram seems to be where we do most of our social media but um, we're also, doing, yeah, on Facebook, and on So uh, whichever your social media preferences, check us out there touch of what we're doing and um, in addition to the services we talked about today we will be offering classes pretty soon in different modalities we've had some yoga instructors in looking at it we've had some um, breath instructors in looking at it which kind of fits of course (laughs) Um, we've had uh, that's what we have oh singing bowls yeah yeah Yeah. it was was extremely excited like some singing ball classes in here, some harmonic frequencies. We're open to anything.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, so I watch this space. The best way of finding out about that is just on our social media or joining our list on our website. Great. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you, ladies. It was lovely having you this morning.
3: Yeah, great to be here. One of our most common questions that we get is whether coffee is good or bad. Ooh. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> hot topics. It is. And there's so much information everywhere about it. On both sides. Yeah. And
0: it's a hot topic because something like 12 billion pounds of coffee coffee is
3: produced annually. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a love affair with we coffee. Do. Absolutely, we do. And so people want it. People want coffee to be good for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so those coffee lovers out there, raise your hands, and you will find all of the wonderful uh, benefits of coffee, of course, and yeah. those who have trouble with it because they are sleep depend. you know, their yeah. sleep is all messed up because of it. For some, it's a digestive aid.
3: That's right. It can be a very good digestive aid, especially if you drink it after you eat. That's right. A lot of people have coffee first thing in the morning. Um, I don't agree with
0: that, but... Yeah, and that that is a dependence, right? And if you don't have your coffee and you get angry and grouchy, there's certainly a dependence and there's an opportunity to question whether or not that really does
3: serve you. Right. Really. So the idea is you're asking us if coffee is good or bad. You know whether coffee is good (laughs) or bad for you. If you're dependent on it and you feel anxiety if you don't have it or if you feel tired that you don't have it, that means there's other issues. And it's a drug that you're using to help you. So that's a dependence that's probably not that healthy. However, if you enjoy a cup of coffee every few days um, and enjoy the taste of it, just like you would, you know, have maybe a glass of wine here and there, that's wonderful. Even if you have a cup of coffee every day and and enjoy it, but it's not because you're tired or not because you're going to feel anxious or whatever else.
0: Yeah. And so our number one suggestion when it comes to coffee is to buy organic and whenever
3: possible fair trade. Absolutely. So let me say this, I feel very strongly about buying only organic coffee. Um, Ditto. Yes, because coffee is, conventional coffee is one of the most heavily chemically treated foods in the world. It's got synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and insecticides. And Not only is that bad for us to ingest, but it's bad for the environment, it's bad for the workers who are working, you know, picking the coffee and and packaging it and everything else. It's, It's bad in every single way. So really, if you can get organic coffee, that's probably the best. And the more people that buy organic coffee, the more demand there is. Of course, as you've seen in every other market, organic gets bigger. So organic coffee, not dependent.
0: Cheers to a cup of coffee. Organic, fair trade coffee. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com. And stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.